Washington, this is Talking Tax. I'm your host, Amanda Icone. This week, we're talking about the shifting technology landscape. It's not just changing how auditors work, but the skills that they need to do that work. The admin of technology like artificial intelligence, data analytics tools, blockchain, all have implications for standard setters and the companies that auditors are working with alike. I spoke with Patricia Cummings, the Chief Risk Officer and Managing Partner of Industries for Citroen Cooperman, about how accounting firms are taking on the challenges and opportunities that these tools bring and how they are preparing their staff to take on the audit of the future. Pat, you and I last spoke in August. Um, We were talking about the changes that the profession is considering to the requirements to earn a CPA license. And we were talking a lot about technology. And you said at the time that that auditors can't just audit around the computer systems anymore, that they will need to understand the underlying technology in order to perform the audit, in order to issue an audit report, and in, in order for a partner in particular to feel comfortable in signing off on that audit report. Bill Reed, the chair of the AICPA, said something similar. He used blockchain as an example that you can't just audit the content on the blockchain. You have to be able to audit the digital ledger system itself. Where are we today? What tools, techniques are auditors using in their everyday practice right now? Right. So as you said, tomorrow will look dramatically different than today. And this is very true, especially for the auditing profession. Technology is obviously moving exponentially, which is adding to the disruption in our complex and changing world. And disruption is creating immense opportunities. So what are we using today? You know, we're starting to use um, artificial intelligence. We're obviously starting to use the cloud. We have audit software that we're using. But we know that there are going to be significant improvements and advancements given the fact that technology is moving so quickly and profoundly, um, just transforming the auditing industry and profession. So as an example, artificial intelligence. It's really helping us to automate complex and repetitive tasks and processes. It's also very accurate. Um, So this type of emerging technology supports the transitional role of today's auditors from being process-oriented, ticking and tying, to becoming very critical strategic thinkers. The cloud, we can perform our work virtually anywhere, work with our clients exchanging work papers, exchanging information through the cloud. Cloud-based computing opens up a new way for auditors to work with their clients. And we can spend more time with our clients engaging on key business issues rather than the mundane ticking and tying processes. And audit software. Again, we've been using electronic audit software for years but it certainly has come a long way since its early stages. Today's programs are helping us provide a very high degree of accuracy and it's reducing the margin of error. You've you've mentioned previously that a lot of these newer tools that are coming online really require auditors to bring their critical thinking to the table. Why is that so important? And, And how is that different than 
the professional skepticism that the profession has always required? Well, I don't think it's changing professional skepticism. We all still, <clears throat> that's the foundationally, uh, we all, as we're performing audits, we all have to have a high degree of professional skepticism. As auditors, we need to change, but the standard setters need to change also. So as auditor of the future, we should be focused on leveraging technology to test entire populations of data. We're not going to be have to sample anymore. Sampling in a few years will be something of the past. Because of the, the availability of the data, we're going to be able to test 100% of, of populations. As auditors, we're going to continue to embrace technology to perform most, if not all, the tasks that until now we've been performing with staff hours in a processing mode. So no more ticking, tying, bashing people at a lower level working around the clock. Technology is going to handle, should be able to handle all of this for us instantaneously. We need to also understand what the users of our audits want. Undoubtedly, in the future, they will want auditors to provide assurance on much more than just the financial statements in the future. Envision a time when there'll be uh, technology will um, force us into a more continuous auditing mode. In other words, if you're not burdened by a lot of the mundane tasks that auditors today are, are, are faced with and still required to do, it, it frees you up to do what? It allows auditors to do what for their clients? Yeah, I think it allows time to be more strategic thinking, to look at the data, um, to analyze the data, to, to, help us, uh, to help us help our clients understand uh, where they are, where their KPIs are in comparison to their competitors, to really bring the value add as opposed to just issuing one report with one date on it, um, you know, on uh, historical financial statements that could be three, four, five, six months old. So really adding value to our clients as they're running their business. So talk a little bit about understanding the underlying technology. Um, your clients are using technology. Their software systems are changing. Why as an auditor does it matter what that system looks like, how that system functions. Right. So emerging technologies, as you said, are really changing, altering the financial reporting environments of our clients, and change is accelerating. Artificial intelligence, robotic process automation, blockchain, changing the way our clients are do doing business, and auditors need to transform their own processes. So as we mentioned, not long ago, a couple of years ago, audits could be performed by teams of accountants scouring through reams of paper and financial information. So it wasn't that long ago that we were sitting at our client's location with you know, ledgers and 16-column workbooks. That doesn't happen anymore. I want to talk about the skills gap. We know from the AICPA's latest hiring report that accounting firms in general, are hiring fewer accountants. They're hiring computer developers. They're hiring engineers and data scientists to supplement their accounting staffs. Why? What does that mean for firms today? And 
auditors who are already working in public accounting? I mean, how, especially for, you know, that mid-tier firm, what, how do they compete for skills, for staff? I mean, are you, has, are you seeing that in your own firm in, time, in terms of the types of people you're hiring? Sure. Bridging the skills gap is a challenge for the profession. <clears throat> As you probably know, PwC recently announced that it was going to be spending $3 billion over four years to improve the technology skills of its workforce, its clients, and even students who live near, near their offices worldwide. You know, obviously, my firm and most of the firms outside of the big four can't make this level of commitment. But we all need to understand the challenges and react accordingly. And firms are also being supported by educators and the profession um, as, as they, they work to face this challenge. So as it relates um, to academia, it's important for current accounting students, future auditors, to be knowledgeable about the evolving world of technology as you mentioned, all firms are looking to hire top talent who have the abilities in science, technology, engineering, and math, along with the ability to work with large quantities of data and possess strong analytical skills. <clears throat> we, in fact, are, are interviewing a person at 5 o'clock that is really a technologist uh, with um, their sweet spot being in the area of data analytics because as a profession this is so important to us. But I, I wonder what about existing accountants, people who are already working there? How do you how do you help them? How are they helping themselves? I mean this this isn't going to wait until the current generation of accountants that are already working retire, right? This isn't just about newcomers. What what about your staff? How are you helping them prepare and be comfortable using all these new tools. Yeah, I think um, it's it's a it's a combination of it's self study, it's a combination of certifications, picking our best and and brightest and putting them through certification courses. A couple of our folks are going through um, programs to become certified in data analytics. Um, again, we're working with um, the AICPA on in developing um, new technology audit software, DAS. So having people involved in that project on all levels. We're, we have people involved on the stakeholder group. We have a person that's involved uh, working 50% of her time um, on an audit methodology um, committee for that particular project. Um, so it's it's staying involved, and and again, it's a lot of education, um, education internally, education uh, through the outside world, and making sure that people that are interested in keeping up are keeping up. Unfortunately, um, you know what I think is that <clears throat> a lot of people, especially people of an older generation, um, in a few years you know, they might raise their hand and say, you know what, this isn't for me, this isn't, you know, I, this, the, the world has really changed a lot and people are uh, moving, moving away and, and, and going for um, early retirement. But I think for those people that want to stay engaged, 
that want to stay on the forefront of technology, that are motivated and have the fire in the belly, there's lots of opportunity to, um, to, to get in front of um, the disruption that's happening in, 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 the, um, in the profession and in the world for that matter. I want to turn back to technology that we're using today. I wonder if you could talk a little bit about implementation. So you're rolling out a new tool or new techniques. Are there any pitfalls that, you know, com- firms might encounter as they're rolling these out? I mean, how do you work through managing, changing to a new tool, changing to a new technique, tips and pros and cons of, of implementation? So while obviously emerging technologies are going to bring great opportunities and efficiency for Citroen Cooperman, they obviously are going to bring great challenges. Um, Recently, I was looking at a a survey of public accounting firms, and three out of four firms still feel uncertain about their ability to have anytime, anywhere access to technology solutions, being able to find the right combination of solutions to serve clients and being able to fully utilize new technology as it's developed and addressing new services. So look, for all of us, for the accounting profession, um, I think change management is going to be key. Um, And we have to understand and appreciate that mistakes um, are going to be made and we can't be afraid to course correct when necessary. But as I'm thinking about it, you know, it's 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 really um, it's really the change change management, and it's also going to be um, the commitment of time and resources that are going to be significant in rolling out the new tools and technology. So, with the resources of money and people and talent, we need the commitment of firm leadership. We need HR commitment. We need IT commitment. We need learning and development staff commitment. Um, so look, it's, it's, it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of commitment. But these tools should obviously also have um, provide a, a great return on our investments. And so what does all of this change mean for your clients? I mean, they're experiencing this technology pivot but on the opposite end, they're on the receiving end of all these new tools and techniques that auditors have available now. What is it like for them? I think it's, you know, it's difficult for for our clients, right? Because as difficult as it is for us, they have to change too. Um, You know, in terms of impact for our clients, um, as I I said before, um, using new, new technologies, um, hopefully we'll be able to provide more meaningful value-added insights and services to management. Um, the tools should enhance the audit by automating the time-consuming tasks that we talked about before, the, the tasks that are more manual and root in nature. For example, <clears throat> using artificial intelligence or robotic systems, we could interface with our client systems to transfer and compile data automatically. Uh, something that was previously done by staff accountants with the help of um, our clients' staff. Um, other, other areas where technologies may introduce efficiencies, including 
you know, processing of confirmation responses, physical inventory observations. I was at a meeting the other day. They said, oh, yeah, we're going to be using drones to do physical inventory observations. Um, you know, look, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be different. Um, you know, I think things are going to continue to move fast. Um, but as auditors, I think the one thing that's going to be key is that we will never and should never keep take our eye off the main event and that means that we can never um, we can never take our eye off the fact that first and foremost uh, we need to focus on audit quality because without quality we as accounting firms have nothing well speaking of audit quality um, you know it seems like anytime there's a prepare restatement or some sort of fraud investigation the question is always where were the auditors right why didn't they see it why didn't they catch it you know we saw this after enron and the financial crisis we're starting to see um, challenges related to the reporting of environmental liabilities Uh, you know the the exxon case is happening right now as we're speaking Um, so how do all of these new tools affect audit quality we've touched on that a little bit but but also the the expectation right the expectation around the purpose and even the scope of the audit how does how does it change that landscape yeah i think that's a pretty interesting question especially when we're going to have all this data available to us um, that you know we're going to be doing 100 percent testing on some populations but I think, I think we can never forget that an audit is not designed to detect fraud. And if there is a fraud, um, you know, that, that we may not catch it. You know, obviously that's not the purpose of an audit. Um, but I think using technology, um, using analytics, being able to look um, at a lot of trends, um, I think it will enable us to perhaps do a better audit. Um, If things don't look right, it will pop out at us more readily. Um, So I think the technology will help us perform a more efficient and effective audit. However, I just wanna reinforce the fact that an audit is not designed to detect a fraud. Long term, we have an idea where the audit profession is going, but what's the next maybe stepping stone on the way to the audit of the future? I think, look, we're, we're you know certain of our clients are, are starting to use certain of the new um, new technologies for auditors. Um, blockchain, when combined with un- other other innovations, is going to radically change our profession uh, because accounting records contain highly structured sets of data. Um, blockchain technology is perfectly suited for our profession. Uh, firms that are not continuing to be on the forefront of learning and testing ways to adopt these new techne- technologies certainly risk getting left behind. Um, as an example, certain of our clients are starting to use the blockchain, especially certain of our clients that are getting more and more involved with cryptocurrency. Um, Our IT professionals have been key with others um, in modifying our audit approach for these types of clients. However, it's just the tip of the iceberg. Going forward, rather than audits being performed at regular intervals, blockchain and other technologies 
certainly present the possibility of a true continuous audit. Uh, with continuous audits, as I mentioned before, when I was thinking about um, how things could change, uh, trends and missing data could be identified much earlier, um, allowing for problems to be proactively addressed rather than reactively reported. So again, I think that we've just hit the tip of the iceberg, and I certainly believe that um, big changes are on the horizon for our profession. Well, there's a lot more we could talk about as it relates to the um, changing technology landscape for auditing, but I will have to leave it there for today. Thank you, Patricia Cummings, Chief Risk Officer and Managing Partner of Citroen Cooperman. So glad you could join me today. Thank you, Amanda. For more tax and accounting news, visit news.bloombergtax.com. And you can find us at tax on Twitter. From Washington, I'm Amanda Icone. Hey, I'm Adam Allington. I'm the host of a new show from Bloomberg Environment called The Business of Bees. Here's what you need to know about it. We travel around the country talking to people at every corner of the honeybee ecosystem. This is the largest managed pollination event on Earth. In fact, commercial beekeeping is more important to farming than ever before. But bees are also under threat from pesticides and invasive pests and mysterious diseases. It's sort of like Christmas when you go to the hive in December and you open the lid. You just hope somebody's home. If you're interested in bees too, I think you might like the show. Look for us wherever you get your podcasts.